Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Podcaster me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though if you ask me nicely, I will lick the back of your ears uh, even after you haven't washed the back of your ears in two months. You know how it gets that weird little smell if you don't really wash it good? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, baby, my guest today. You know him. You love him. You've seen him on Abby's. Abby. <laughs> You've seen him on Abby's. Busy tonight. A million little things. Dumpling. Uh, uh, the Mick. Uh, the Family Lamp. Gilmore Girls. A Year in the Life. Documentary Now. Bajillion Dollar Properties. Mm. Transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Got a mmm out of that. You forgot one of your credits, and that was maybe my favorite reaction. Mmm, <laughs> it's Sam Pancake. I was so sick that day. I remember when we did Bajillion. I did it with Drew Drogi, mm-hmm. Andrew Tarver, who I'm, who He's isn't in love with. A maniac. I love oh, him so much. But I was so sick, and yet I still, um, with permission, kissed Drew Tarver on the mouth. Oh, oh Drew will do anything for a joke. <laughs> he will. Those are my favorite people that uh, do not care about what they look like. Because some actors are like, but I'll look stupid. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, for anything funny. Anything. I'm a clown. Look at my face. <laughs> this mouth? My name is I'm, Pancake. It's real. You think it's wait, been- that's you th- your government name? Yes, ma'am. It's a German name. I thought name. that was a, like a stage name. See, I'm happy to clear that up because it is German. Uh, it's- Okay, so it's Fonkuchen is the German word oh. for pancake. And in Germany, they were Fonkuchen. And then my particular branch moved to Virginia in like the 1740s, 50s. Okay. And so they slowly anglicized it to pancake, which is what it means. Oh, did, did you do like an Ancestry.com thing? How do you know this? Yeah, uh, well, my people, it's that thing of like uh, people who have been – it's white people who have been in a specific county because it's the same county I grew up in and mm-hmm. everything's everything's traceable and trackable and oh. all that stuff. And they and I have people because it's such a weird name because we're asked about it so much. It's like 
other relatives who are really mm-hmm. in the genealogy have done all the work. Oh. And Pancake, apparently, it's just like Schumacher or Smith or Wright, like other things that meant people who made Cooper, which is a barrel maker. I guess they oh, made really? Pancake Baker. Yeah, Cooper is a barrel maker. That's hilarious. My last name's Byer, so I guess bitches be shopping. That's right. I've heard you say that before on Have here. I? You were like Saks Fifth Avenue Byer. Have I? Oh, okay, you let know, me just, ladies. So and- many episodes. <laughs> who knows what I'm, I'm ever saying anymore? First of all, I cannot even begin to, because I said to you, I wrote you, and I was like, can I please? do this show because I love you so much. <laughs> if, I adore you. You're very sweet. Um, I, but I, why won't you date me? Why won't you? It's an earworm. <laughs> I love it. So I've listened to so many and I went to my friend, Ra, my you. bestie, Roz Dresdavales was on. I was like, what? Roz, Daddy first. Roz is wonderful. <laughs> and that's how I yes. met you. That's right. I did your show, Roz's Humor Hole. Humor Hole. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. At the improv. And that was and then the we, first time I've seen a drag queen do a comedy show in a non-gay right, space. Right, in like a basically straight comedy yeah, club, which I is what Ross is trying to do, is that. doing. Yeah, loved it. It made me so happy because the audience was not just gay people. It was like a mix of people. Yeah. And I watched one man walk in and go, huh, is that a dude? And then he sat right down and was like, I'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> I will solve this mystery. I got to solve this. And then we also do the once over, which I think you've also done, which is a comedy game show where I th- yes. think you opened for us one time. We It's kind of a what's my line, but with comedians and regular quote yes. unquote people off the street. Which we're doing again on, should I say that now? Yeah, September 14th, my dead father's birthday. Anybody interested? Dead daddy birthday. My dead daddy birthday is September 18th. (laughs) Oh, that's very close. That's one of my nephews who's alive, thank God. His birthday is the 18th. My mother's birthday is hard for me to remember because it it sometimes would fall on Thanksgiving. And then sometimes it wouldn't. So sometimes I'm like, I guess my mom's birthday is the third Thursday in November. But I was like, that's <laughs> not, not how, yeah, how that's birthdays work. <laughs> it's one day. And then sometimes, yeah. So if you, I would have to go look it up. I would have to go. So it's anywhere from like d- November 21st <laughs> to 28th, probably. Uh-huh. I'm a terrible daughter. Wow, but yeah. guess what? She did. So it don't matter. <laughs> I was born on Mother's Day. So I get mixed up because Mother's Day changes. But my birthday's always May 10th. Mm. Because I'm 5'10", and I'm also 5'10", height-wise. Thank oh. you, God, for making it easy, because numbers are hard. Numbers are hard. Numbers are lit the worst. Uh, hi, are you, Nicole. Hi, hi. Sam, Sam, are you single? Tech, technically, yes. Technically, a technicality. Yeah, let me tell you something. Yes. I think something just ended. And I can't get, speaking of getting to the bottom of it, I can't get to the bottom of my top. Wait, um, so... You, I can't get to the bottom of my top. So you were dating somebody. Well, let me, okay, so. Fucking somebody. Fucking somebody. Okay. Fucking me back and forth. For how long? Since September. But it's this dude that I've known since. That's almost a year. I know, right? So here's what I'm in the thick of. And I want to just announce to everyone that I am tech avail single and ready to tech avail mingle. Because people Um, will slide into your DMs. Yes, yeah. And I, that's another sidebar is like how. Good Instagram has been for me in terms of dating. For so many people. Okay, right? It's good. For me, it is not. I am going on a date in November oh. with a man who lives in Pennsylvania. It's July. I know. Well, he slid into my DMs Fair about enough. two months ago and was like, uh, when you come to Pennsylvania, I'd love to take you out on a date. And I read my, uh, like, my... The DMs from the people who the I other don't people, the, the mystery people. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because people will send me nasty things to read on the podcast, yeah. so I like I'll try to go through them sometimes. And I was like, "Well, I haven't been on a proper date in a while. Why not?" So I yes. answered him. I said, "Sure." And then he was like, "Well, are you going to be in Pennsylvania any sooner?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I've also given him one word answers. Uh, and if you listen to the podcast, the reason is. I don't I don't think you can get to know someone over text. No, you can't. I think that's a a fallacy, a lie, fake news. Okay, you know what? That reminds me because this thing just happened and I would like to take this to court of public opinion. Yes, please. Because it's weird because I have t- talked on stage about the the fuck buddy situation, yes. which is we're going to call the thing, but letting people know like also I am a, available to date because there was not an emotional thing with this fuck buddiness mm-hmm. which which is why I term it successful because neither of us, I mean, I didn't fall into any kind of like emotional thing because this is a very 
my patterns, cut off emotionally cold person, mm-hmm. but great at the sex, which I think is ah. so strange. Uh, yeah, I think that's the mark of a sociopath <laughs> where you can connect physically, but not mentally. Okay, but the other thing is, though, and I don't know how to phrase this because okay. I don't know what I can fucking say anymore. I'm an old man. <laughs> Neurologically different. Yeah, I, I think it's called spectrum. neurodiverse. Neurodiverse, is thank what you. I've learned. Okay, so I think that is an element that he and I didn't talk about. Now, mm-hmm. I went on a date date a month or so ago with someone who was very open about their neurodiversity, uh-huh. and it did not go well for me at all. Oh, and may I ask what their neurodiversity was? Autism. Ah, I feel like I've, I've met, I mean, not, I feel like I'm in comedy. I know a lot of people on the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, uh, obviously, yeah. But, I don't think I've ever met someone fully autistic. I don't think. This is a thing I'll tell you more about off um, off camera. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> because it was a situation that I don't want to – this person clearly was – it's a different mindset that I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel good like talking, talking sure. you know, humorously and lightly about sure, sure, and casually sure. about. But that's not my fuck buddy. That's a different situation. Mm-hmm. But what I want to hit first upon, ladies yes, and gentlemen, okay. is this guy starts – it follows me on Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh beeps in, bops in, boops in, uh-huh. like does a little do a little picture collage of me. Like I put something up of me in drag. He did a thing of like me and the drag and the eye. It's just like So he follows you on Instagram and then posts on his page pictures no, of no, you. No, no, he sent me a DM oh. of like this little photo collage he made. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I check uh-huh. it out. Oh, very handsome. Looks kind of like my ex. Not a okay. bad thing, because my ex is very handsome. Yes. That's not why I broke up with him. So then Talking on DMs, he's very into film and like a lot of stuff in common. Mm-hmm. Talking, talking, and then he asked me to go to a movie with him at the okay. end this week. Actually, the end Did of July. Did you see the Hollywood movie? Once I, upon a time I, in Hollywood. I saw it with with Roz with Geo. Was it good on Sunday? It's <clears throat> there's a lot there to enjoy. I okay. live in Hollywood. I was I, my friend Ariane did the costumes. Like I was, I remember driving by when they shot. They closed uh-huh. off a piece of Hollywood. There's so much in there, but it's also I agree with the critics that it's very conservative in its views because it's middle aged white straight man view of uh, the way things used to be there. Ah. And there's like hippies and the beaners and the things like that that are mm-hmm. like, which is like, yes, people were like that then, but it's through that lens still. Sure. Which is like, aren't we, don't. But then also there are things happen, which I absolutely loved. And the acting's good. Like Kate Berlant has a thing. There's like fun uh, people I in it. Kate you Berlant. can't go wrong. She's absolutely adorable. She's such a treat. Margot Robbie's just a breezy breath of fresh. There's so many wonderful. Leo is, he's amazing. I, oh. I just keep for you. One keeps forgetting, or I. It's because he dates children. He, da- he and you think about thing? that. A oh lot. yeah, that's. I, and then never you forget dated. that he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> he's like only dates twenty four year olds, right, or something. He's or less. only dated twenty four. Or when he was younger, I think it was like maybe he dated a thirty year old, but he hit his thirties and was like, nope. <laughs> children only. I know it's. Uh, I don't understand what you talk about with a, like I remember being twenty one, and I remember not having. Anything valuable to ever say to a person. <laughs> well, I remember thinking that I did, but choices. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a 25-year-old in the mix here in Pancake Land, too, which we'll get to that. Oh. But anyway, back Seems to— Seems like you're fucking a whole uh, well, bunch. we haven't fucked yet, but we've— I'm very jealous. Around. I, it's, listen, let me tell you something. I am in, like, this renaissance, and I am well over 45, my dear. What are you doing to be in this renaissance? Well, I'll get to that, but I want to finish up this one thing because I want to have your opinion on it because okay. I'm still a little bit angry. Okay. So, dude starts, he asked me to a movie. Yes. We're talking deep movies, oh, yes, criteria, and yes. he's really into da, 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 da. Um, Following on Instagram, there, uh, he's like, Here, uh, here's my number, text me. Okay. He, I'm almost positive I could check, but I'm sure he was the one who's, here's my phone number. We start texting, texting for like a mm-hmm. solid week. And then I say, why don't we have a dinner first? Because I don't want to wait till the, this was three weeks. I don't want to wait to the, to the end of July. Uh-huh. Let's get to know each other first. And I'm glad I did because then he was talking about this or that with the Cats trailer, the day that everything was about the Cats trailer. Oh, my God. What a treat that trailer is. Oh, my. I, that's a whole other podcast. Oh. So then he was like, I don't know if I can get through this without drinking. And I was like, but he's like, but I don't drink. And I'm like, pills? Like, I made pill. Thank uh-huh. God for that pill emoji. And I'm a sober person, too. That's another story. Mm-hmm. But like, used to really super not be sober at all ever. So and, and he was like, "Oh, I don't have any, but my 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 BF does." And I was like, "Wait, this is after a week of texting." Yes. No indication anywhere on any of the social media of a boyfriend. And I said, like, "Wait, you have a boyfriend?" I said, "Ha ha, laughy face, uh-huh. angry, angry inside, really." Um, you you, 
I said, you have a boyfriend? I said, this has been me flirting with you this whole time. Uh-huh. He was like, and I know. And it's com-, he said, literally, I know. And it's completely fine. I, I was so mad. And I was like, Whoa. And, he was like and I was like, okay, um, I'm going to go. And he was like, wait, does this mean we can't hang out? And I'm like, yes. And this is me at my best with all my fucking recovery work and my uh-huh. therapy and my best self. I, I didn't say what I wanted to say. I said instead... Um, no, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't want to go out with someone I'm attracted to who's off limits. I've had enough of that in my life. Yeah. I should have took responsibility, which is what we do as an adult, a mature adult. I said, I should have been more clear in my intentions. Mm -hmm. Have a great life. And he was like, well, blah, blah, blah. And then that was that. And I want to tell you, like, I've I've had a lot of hookups through DMs and he Mm -hmm. was doing all the things the way. I mean, I would, whenever somebody slides into my DMs. I'm like, you can't possibly think I'm going to be your fucking friend from the internet. Thank you. Like, I've never, like, sure, I've seen people on, like, the internet and been like, ooh, you seem cool. Yeah. But I'm not going to DM them to be like, let's no. hang out. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my okay, life. Okay, thank you. If I'm going to DM somebody, it's truly like, I'm going to shoot my shot. That's yeah. that's important. Yes. I'm going to shoot yeah. my shot. Maybe I'll try to run into the person in real life to make a friendship happen, but also yeah. I have... Enough, friends. Me, three. Yeah. Uh, I'm a billion years old. I got it covered. Yeah, I've had people, like, there's been, like, two, three, maybe four people who've slid into my DMs and been like, can I take you out on a date? They said D-A-T-E. Yeah. Date. To me, a date is romantic. Yes. Friends don't go on fucking dates. Thank you. I hang out with my friends. I see my friends. I chill with my friends. I don't fucking date my friends. I don't make out with my friends. Yeah. So then um, this this last guy, I was like, are you talking romantic date or what? Because he looked kind of gay. Not to be rude, but he was very <laughs> sure. pretty and well-groomed. Gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. straights sometimes are disgusting most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Uh, me and my boyfriend want to take you out on a date. And I was like, that's not a date. Great. And he was like, oh, did I mess up? And I was like, and I didn't answer. And I was like, you should, no-. like, how dare you? Yes. How dare you get me excited for 36 seconds? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and when thirty six seconds is actually a week? Yes. I was dumb though. I, I take it again. I take. I should have said something up front. Mm. And I'm like in my head, I was already like boom, 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 boom. I mean, yes. which is crazy. And I'm already sleeping with a couple of people. I mean, I feel like whenever there's uh, a chance for a deeper connection, where you're like, this is new, this is exciting. You're like, and we're gonna get married. <laughs> That's at least how I am. I'm always jumping to conclusions. If a conclusion was uh, a trampoline, I'm on it. Me three. I'm, I'm right there just I'm jumping a- right on it being like, mm, this is going to end beautifully. I'm over there at sky high. Is that what it's called? Jumping from trampoline mm-hmm, to trampoline mm-hmm. and falling in the the pit of mushy styrofoam blocks. So how how are you meeting people? I've been trying to meet people in person. I was just in Montreal. I'll tell you something. Not one person in Montreal looked at me like I could be sexual. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not one person. Sometimes I get some like old dudes, like old white men here in the States love me. Yeah, uh, including me. They can't get enough <laughs> of me. I had one old man say, so I tell this joke about skinny dicks or whatever. And during right, this meet yep. and greet, he was like, if you ever want a skinny dick, <gasps> I'll give you one. And his wife was like, come on. And his I was like, wife this in front of his is wife? wild. <laughs> oh, people lose their minds like after dark, especially old people. Like yeah. I always say, midnight at a wedding, the old men are like, you're exotic and I just got to get my fingers on you. <laughs> I, Midnight at a wedding. Mm-hmm. That's also when the drunk dudes, I've had that at weddings too, like ugh, when straight dudes are like, my yep. dick's really big, man. Uh-huh. Like a big dick, Which I is got like, one. Which is Because if you like talk to him about it the next day, you're like, no, I didn't say that. I was right, on a, exactly, yeah. I was on a trip and there was uh, some gays, some straights, and uh, I knew the gays. I didn't really know the straights. And the straight dude was talking to my friend's ex and he was like, yeah. If I was into dudes, you'd be uh, you'd be my type, just little tight and tan. I was like, <laughs> clearly thought it about it fully, like without. But then I I also enjoyed that like he wasn't like hammered or anything. He oh. had like a couple of drinks and was just like, this is how I feel. Well, I think a and, lot of guys. Uh, yeah, I like that. A lot of guys probably feel that way. I know exactly the kind of women that I like, yes. even though I'm so gay, 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 gay. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I that's just fucking the way I was born. I'm I can't help it. I'm excited for that to be the new norm. Yes. That, like, dudes are comfortable enough in their sexuality that they can look at another man and be like, he's cute. Yeah. And I I, I like his outfit. Yeah. I think that maybe I'll do that. Yes. 
Right? I just want men to be comfortable in their masculinity. And also, like, you could suck a couple dicks and go right back to ladies. And, like, it's not an issue. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. maybe you'll find out you love it. Yeah, I remember my friend who, <laughs> this is, oh, we get pretty graphic here. My yes. friend who directs porn. Yes. Gay porn. Uh-huh. For Randy Blue. He worked for them for a while, but he was talking about guys who come there. And first of all, if you're even gay for pay or whatever, I'm sorry. I think of people like my brother-in-law, who's the straightest guy I know, mm-hmm. also the coolest guy with any kind of sexuality, he ain't going to be sucking a dick anytime mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> it's just like he's completely. Uh-huh, that's just not for him. It's not for him. And there's a lot of straight dudes like that. And then these guys who like, you know, oh, I think it's a career option. I'll make maybe, I don't know, $1,500. I don't to think get it's that l- much, which I think is really in, like insane. Exactly. And But the, my friend was saying, it's someone you might know too, actually, he was like saying these guys who come like, oh, no, he's like, as minute they start sucking a dick, they get, get a boner and they're like, they don't know till they tried it. Literally didn't know they liked it till they tried it. So My that's friend up there Mateo too. has a joke about that. Mateo Lane? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember what the joke is. Also, I don't want to like tell his joke on my right. podcast. But look it you, up. Look him up, If you folks. ever see Mateo Lane or you see him, he's coming to a city near you, go see him. Uh, but my fuck buddiness. This mm-hmm. is in the renaissance of my middle-aged life. First Wait, of all, how here's, old are you? here's some history. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. But I'm going to go like this right now, just so you know. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And okay. He, you don't look that old. Also... The older I get, the more I'm like, I don't know what anybody's supposed to look exactly. like. Exactly. The reason, and this is something else, like I had this guy, this younger guy who's like has a supposedly a wit and a pundit and like a Twitter person who was so mean to me recently at an event. I'll tell you who it is after because I'm still fucking mad at this guy. Okay. He was, he said to me, I mistake. Wait, say who it is and I can make a noise and we can bleep it out. <laughs> Take that out. Can uh, you honk Marissa. it? Or honk it with that, Marissa. Anyway, at Thank an event you. thing, mm-hmm. he I'm not going to get into the whole story, and I won't go into too much of who he is because I need to speak to him about this personally. It was so okay. mean. I made the mistake of saying, because here's my platform is like, I'm this older gay dude. Uh-huh. When I was in my 20s, the gay men I knew were in the closet or sick or dead oh, God. because of AIDS. Yes. I'm that old. so And I'm lucky, and I'm uh, everything's good here, Can and I I'm healthy. Can I ask a question about that? I've never spoken to anyone I don't think who was alive during that period. Um, it was it sucked. terrifying? It was it was so terrifying. Now, Nicole, that I, I might literally start crying. I literally didn't realize until now that like there's prep and things are totally different. Yeah. How? T- oh my god! How terrified I was mm-hmm. that I sublimated so much of it because mm-hmm. I started fucking like after we knew to wear condoms. Okay. And if it had been five years earlier, I might not be with you right now. Ah. So with that in mind, and knowing I'm a man in my fifties mm-hmm. who is. Who's lost lots of people, including mm-hmm. my boss and my uncle and shit. So this guy, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. We don't have to talk about <sighs> it. No, I want to say this. Okay. No, no, I don't mind crying. It's I do like, think it's because I do have a lot of gay listeners, gay men listeners, yeah. who I don't understand. I don't think they understand how intense this Same. period of time was. Yeah. And if you get a chance to, you could watch the normal heart that could give you like a pretty good, uh, Gauge. Look into it, yeah. But if you could see it live, ooh, fuck, man. Because Oof. I worked in com- worked in commercial casting in the '90s, and I had two bosses, and they were a partnership, mm-hmm. but open in terms of romance. And my one boss, who's still with us and still a friend, negative still, mm-hmm. and his partner di- slowly died in the bedroom while I was in the office, and I, like literally Ugh. watched him die. Oof. And beyond that, and we weren't that super close, but my mm-hmm. friends and I've lost so many people. You just you artist party, yeah, creative. I think about it now. I, as an entertainer, yeah, who knows like a ton of drag queens, yeah, who also like you, you know people be fucking, yeah, exactly, like low key fucking things, people that you didn't think yeah. they were fucking. I'm like, I would probably have lost so many people. You, uh, you absolutely would have, yeah, and you know, so. Yes. Yeah, so this gay guy mm-hmm. who's probably in his early 30s, I, I made the mistake of saying to him at one event, like how old I actually Because my whole thing was like, I'm an older gay guy. I want to be a mm-hmm. good, even this one man show I do, my kind of platform is like, I want to be the good older gay actor, comedian, role model that I never had. Mm-hmm. I did not have that. And I had to, when I got sober and tried to become a better person, all this shit. Um, I was like, I, you know, instead of just trying to fuck the kid, you know, fuck, which Mm -hmm. that's lining up nicely too. But like, I want to be like, and I do that for a lot of my younger friends, like, Mm -hmm. you know, advice and whatever. And so this guy was like, oh, at the first time he was like, oh, I knew you were a little bit older than us older. I knew you were a little bit of an older gay, but I didn't know you were that much older. And I'm like, oh yeah, well I am. And I realized I shouldn't have said that. 
I don't even know why I said it in the first place. And then I saw him this other thing, and he looked over at my phone. He's like, why is your text so big? I was like, because I need to see it. Mm-hmm. He was like, you're so old. How, how old are you again? I can't believe how fucking old you are. Good Lord. And I was like, said my age, and he was like, oh, my God. He's like, I'd rather – and I, he was like, I can't believe you're that old. I can't. I never want to be that age. And I said, honey, the thing is, you'll either be my age one day, this number, or you'll be dead. He's mm-hmm. like, I'd rather be dead than how old you Damn. are. This person said that to me at a nice fancy dress affair. So mean. And I get the people are insecure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like shocked by that. Was and I there to a be, tinge of whimsy? There was no whimsy in it. There was no, okay. it was not. And I know there's that funny thing. And I probably said it myself uh-huh. when I was younger too. But it, there seemed to be so much anger underneath it. Uh-huh. And I don't know what that was about. And I wanted to be like, bitch, I think of my friends who I, they wish they were alive today. Yeah. And you was this like, out gay man, proud and like, you know, a cultural leader or whatever mm-hmm. is like, how fucking dare you? It made me, it's like ageist That's is not cool. Rude. Yeah. I would talk to him about it. Uh, I'd just be like, you said this thing. It really stuck with me. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't do it to anyone else because it's yes. like, of all the isms, ageism's one of them. And literally, you will mm-hmm. be my age or dead. You, there's is, no escape. Ageism's so interesting to me because men typically get to just age and then yes. women just die. <laughs> right. Like women, uh, women get punished for aging. Truly. I read this article or not read. <laughs> I saw a headline that uh, <laughs> the new Top Gun, the woman who played Tom Cruise's girlfriend Kelly McGillis. isn't in it. And she was like, oh, I'm too old and fat and I look age appropriate. And I was like, oh, get him, get him. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw a picture of her and I was like, yeah, she does look like a mom. But like, also, that's how they still fuck. They're yeah. still sexy. Like people, yeah. are, it's, we've got this like weird idea of sexy where I'm like, everyone is sexy to somebody. Exactly. And that's why I've been meeting these guys who like, don't mind. Like, that's the other thing that's good about being my age now. Mm-hmm. It's like. I got to be honest with you. I remember being 24, dating a 32-year-old, and being like, oh, my God, he's so old. Sadly, also, he died, this, 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 this <sighs> specific guy, not mm-hmm. to be a bummer, but that's the way it was, kids. So fucking honor I what mean- we went through. So then I wasn't looking for at older guys. And, of course, again, everything was different mm-hmm. because of the disease. And now, like, these these 20s and 30s, they're, like, coming to daddy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> daddy's here. Like this 25-year-old that I cuddle, he like wants to cuddle all the time and fool around. We met at freaking DragCon. He was dressed like this gorgeous leather encrusted angel. He was like, he literally, this is. Straight people do not have those stories. No, they don't. And he was like, wait, wait, because I saw him the first time. I was with my friend Ann's mom. She's like, oh, my friend Mark's got a boot and sock finish. I got to take a picture of this guy. And Uh so it's a whole other story. Her mom came in from Detroit and I escorted her about DragCon. And then later in the day, he's like, hey, He's like, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, we met earlier. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, you're from Charmed. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was on Charmed. You were I, on Charmed? I was. For I, how many episodes? Just one. Just one. Oh. I was. Because I was like, I've seen every episode of Charmed. I, oh, seriously? You wanna, okay. I loved Charmed. Do you remember when Chris Sarandon, also from West Virginia and so sexy, he played the necromancer who was ne- who was romancing gram- the grandmother? Yes. yes. I was his assistant demon. Oh. Okay. I do. Re- I think I do <laughs> I like actually remember. Remember that episode? 2003 or four, bat, not a great hair situation, uh-huh. like a, kind of a long bob. Don't know what that was about. But anyway, this guy was like. Wait, was that before or after what's her name left? It was Rose years. Oh, okay. Because Rose literally ah. got my name off the call sheet and called me at home, which you're not supposed to do That's no matter insane. what. Insane. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, we're pals. Me and Rose haven't she, seen her in a minute, but. She interesting. Yeah, she is indeed. So he was I like. saw her in a restaurant. Wearing a full, like, pajamaed onesie okay. with no shoes on. Recently? And I was like, yep. Okay. And I was like, I know there's footies on there, but <laughs> you out in the world, you got to put on a shoe. Yes. How come nobody said to you, no shoes, no serve? Like, <laughs> you got to go home and get shoes. I was That's fully even floored. That's not even a slide. Or a sandal. And she was really holding court and, like, basically screaming. I was like, uh-huh. homegirl's truly going through it. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say is, uh uh-huh. <laughs> so this kid, when we finally go back to my place, eventually after a few dates, he was like, mm-hmm. first of all, young. He's like, do you have Netflix? I'm like, I do. Rich, wealthy, wealth. He's yes, like, I have $14.99 disposable income. <laughs> Any more questions? Mm-hmm. Guess what else? I got Hulu. Um, Ooh, Hulu. And Amazon Primo. Wow. So he was like, hey, can we watch Charmed? Can we watch your episode? And I was like, absolutely not. 
And then he was like, can we watch Charmed? I was like, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. And That's then he was like, wild. He's like, do you have, uh, can we, this other movie I'm in on Netflix. I'm like, no, we can't. We can go to the bed now and you sh- shut your mouth. That's yeah. weird. Is that like a kinky head? I he wants bit. to watch you on TV and then fuck you in real life? I think so, kind oh, of. Oh my God. I, that- he, he was a, he's a person. We're still hanging, so whatever. Because um, at first I was like, I don't know about this. Oh my God. I don't, I don't think he'll listen to this. Okay. He will if he wants to fuck you and watch you on TV. <laughs> yeah. But we do have to take a break. Hmm. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. We're back. 
That's how you do it. It's a nice little <laughs> break. We did it. An ad ran. Don't know what for. Probably for some. I hope it's for Quip. It's my favorite. Well, my, my, Quip is, I'm waiting for my Quip right now because I work too hard on my Quip and I, I, you know, it's just, just like lightly diddly diddly diddly. Oh. I, I brush on it. And so it's, it's crumpled down and oh. I need a new Quip. I need my new Quip, Quippy. Oh, I love my Quip. Although I installed the battery wrong so it doesn't vibrate right now, but how? I'm waiting for my new brush head to come in. Oh, okay. So I'm waiting for my new brush head, too. So I don't... Can't you flip the battery? Oh, shit. Just flip it. Bring it in and I'll do it. Oh. I I become that guy, too. Like my friend James, who's also 27 now, oh, he's like, can you come kill this bug? I was like, it's a spider. I'll take it out. I'm not going to kill it. Sam, I'll tell you, it's really exhausting being me. My whole <laughs> thought process was, well, you put it in wrong, so you'll just wait for your new brush head and the new battery. And it never occurred to me that I could just yeah. turn the battery around. Yeah. You push the thing, you know how you tilt it. And oh, pull I it know. Out. Okay. It, the, it just never occurred to me. Uh, I, I have moments like that, too, so I completely, uh, computers still baffle me. I'm a peepaw in that way. It happens all the time. It's The thing is, you're a very successful, thriving businesswoman, <laughs> and you need not worry. And you have John Milheiser come and fix it. I do, but he is currently on vacation. Oh, right, with his handsome, handsome boyfriend, Jack. Yes, 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 uh... John They're was, at the shore. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. John was the first adult I played the parent of. <laughs> really? In his web series, Dog Walkers, I, me and Angela Kinsey play his parents. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I was also in Dog Walkers. Yes, because I saw them. Oh, boy. When a friend shoots something in your home, <laughs> you probably, you, you really not probably, you, just, you have no choice. You'll be in it. You got no choice. I've shot so many. That's because I moved, as I told you, I live in busy Phillips guest house and I'm mm-hmm. moving out at the end of August, all loving and amicable, all good. Mm-hmm. But we've shot, I was like, at least I have these viral videos and these web series I've shot in this, this guest house uh-huh. to last forever. I now don't let him shoot anything at my house because my house is very recognizable. Like if he shot the exterior of it. Got it. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm not, I'm picky about who's in my house, but I'm also like not picky if that makes sense. I I completely understand. There's enough room in my house where he can have people over and I have my space. Got it. Yes. I go into another. So like I watched the first couple episodes, but then like later in the run, I like had to do work. So I was like, I'll just be in my room working. You guys be as loud as you want. I don't fucking care. That's good. Yeah. I'm so loud in my house. I'm sure my neighbors hate me. It's your house. I'm loud. Okay. How Ooh, clo- are they closely close close? Or are uh, they like a yard away? A yard. I mean, a lawn away. The two houses next to me are pretty close. And then the house behind me has their whole backyard. Got it. Their house. Okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like children somewhere. It's like I hear their twinkling laughter. <laughs> and you want to squelch it. Yeah. One time <laughs> I was wearing a wig cap. My wig wasn't on yet. Sure. I was still getting dressed. Face full of makeup, and we heard something on my porch, and I was like, "What is that?" And then John was like, "There's children <laughs> and on the porch. Was yes. it Halloween? No." <laughs> and I just appeared at the window from where you could see me at the porch, and I'm bald headed but yeah. made up. And I went, "What do you want? What do you children want?" Like I'm the crazy woman on my block, and then they were like, "Um, our." Uh, we need a, and I was like, I can't hear you. <laughs> then I went to my front door and I opened, I have a peephole that's not like a peephole. It's a, it's like a literal window. Like yeah, you yeah. can swing the window open and you can like see people. Yeah. And I like opened it and I was like, what, what do you want? <laughs> and they're like, we were flying a drone and we think it's in your backyard. What? Yeah. The kids in my neighborhood have drones. So I was like, uh. oh, look. <laughs> So then I also I'm cackling uncontrollably because I like finally realized that I'm insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I like looked at my backyard, didn't see it, and I was like, "It's not here. Which house are y'all bringing a fight?" <laughs> and they're like, two two houses down." I think the, you ever see the Sandlot? I'm James Earl Jones. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Smalls. Yeah, uh, and oh. now I saw one of the kids recently, and she truly paused before passing me. I was like, <laughs> she's scared of me, and I like it. Perfect. I will, busy Mark, I have two kids that mm-hmm. I'm constantly seeing around. And I've done the same thing where I have been in drag, getting ready for something, wig cap on, mm-hmm. and stuck my head out the window. And because they live in that circus up there, usually they don't bat a lash, you mm-hmm. know. And my nieces and nephews, like, I don't have, I didn't have toys at my house. And when they would come over to the pool, I mean, they have their own pool. When they were little, they would come over. And I was like, Uncle Sam has no toys. He's got a big bag of wigs. It's 
pageant time. Mm. So I made them, they're too old now because they're like 17, 15, and 12. But like, I'm like, wig up. You have a name. I want to hear your name. I want to hear your talent. We're going to march around the pool in a giant Dolly Parton wig. That's fun. I mean, that would have been my dream. They were, of course, Sally, I think all my nephews are straight. Oh, yuck. I know. If I had a child, a little boy, he would have to come out to me and be like, Mom, I like girls. And I'd be like, I'm devastated. (laughs) I don't know who you are or who you belong to. It's like it's like Edith Massey in Female Trouble. Mm -hmm. The life of the heterosexual is a sick and boring life. Have you seen, ah, oh, dang, it's a John Waters movie. Probably. Oh, I've seen them all. Desperate Living? Desperate Living. Oh, yes. I'm a thin eye of face. <laughs> That's right. Man. Gene Hill. Yep. I discovered. Bitch at the air. <laughs> bitch at the trees. But don't bitch at me. <laughs> I discovered John Waters in uh, when I, my first semester of AMDA. Oh, The American yes. Musical and Dramatic Academy. It's down they the street from me. used to not claim me. Now they claim me because I've mentioned it too many times and I'm devastated. So whoever (laughs) runs it, please take my name off of it. I don't want you to claim me. I love that you didn't claim me. Oh, my God. Uh, I I learned nothing. Really? Interesting. It was a terrible school. And it was sued for saying they were accredited. I went 4th of July. I went to my sister's house and one of her mom friends, the kid, was like, I just got accepted at AMDA. And I had just listened to your podcast calling it Scamda. And I, but this was a situation, this kid, I was like, God Mm -hmm. bless. Mm-hmm. I didn't say a word. I mean, when I, I heard it was it's called expensive, it's so expensive for being what it is. I literally learned nothing. I <gasps> like, I can't, I went in with the same tools and left with the same tools. The only thing that really, the only thing that I learned that has been valuable in my career was Dan Daly was my theater teacher. He said, Nicole, I don't find you dangerous on stage and I know what you're going to do before you do it. It seems mechanical. And I was like, oh. So now when I do stand-up, I try to surprise myself with my movements. Oh. And when I'm acting, I try to really, like, put myself as the character in that environment. Yeah. And, which, I mean, obviously. But I'm like. (laughs) But easier said than done. So, like, I touch my microphone a lot when I'm podcasting. Yeah. So I, I try to think in that way. Like, what small, weird, or not weird, what small humanizing things yes. can I do Specifics. for this person? Specifics. Yeah. And uh, like one thing I can think of is uh, on The Good Place, anytime something weird happened where my character was responding to it, I would try to like tilt my head a little bit. And that was my way of thinking as opposed to looking up because that's it. not yeah. a real, th- people don't really do that. No. <laughs> uh, so I like just tilt my head to think and then swing it back to say what I was going to say. Yeah. So. Dan Daly taught me that. And okay. that was, and then also he said, uh, you're all types. You're all stereotypes. It's not a thing I made up. It's the way of the world. If you don't like your type, you could change it. You're well within your means to change your body. And he was like, look at yourself naked. What you don't like, change it. And I was like, that's the best piece of advice I that's think you true. can give somebody. Yeah, I learned Even it when I worked. if you're not an actor. Yeah, yeah. When I worked in casting, I, which was my last day job, like in the nine from like, like 88 to 97. Mm-hmm. I learned like we're all, all of us mm-hmm. um, are, it's a commodity, your objects, especially in commercials, oh. you have this type yeah. and you have to like line up with that. And that's the other thing is like, I don't like to bitch much about my career except to like peers that get mm-hmm. it because we know what we entered into. Yeah. We know the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, no one forced us. No. And I guess, you know, of course you can all bitch and complain and like try to make things better. And I only bitch and complain on set or at work if I see someone who's in power abusing someone who's not in power. Yes. And if someone who makes less money than me, especially I am so out of my way to be. I mean, I'm sure I had a moment or two, but the PAs, the ADs, everyone. I'm nice to all those people because you don't. Well, not just because. One, you don't know where these people are going to end up. And I've seen that a million times. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, two, it's just easier. We're all there for 12 hours a day. Yeah, exactly. Some of them are there longer. You know, just be nice. Yeah, people have to get there before you, and they're going to be there after you at the day, and they're tired. We're all tired. We're all tired. I'll say this, though. When an AD fucks up the scheduling, when I'm like, <gasps> you don't have to call me in this early. Oh, yeah, that's fucked. Then I'm like, I want to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Indeed. And I want to know what exactly you're doing. 
That is then it's absolutely like, not valid. My, it's not my place. I'm on. I'm on hold for the day. Oh. So technically, you have me all day. Yeah, I'm. I've become way more bold later, being like, exactly what time do we think I'm going to be out? Like if uh-huh. I'm up in Vancouver, you you got me. I got nowhere to be. Like, what are you shooting in Vancouver? A million little things, ah, which is an ABC show yes, that yes, I recur yes. on. Yes. Um, I just came up with something today, and I want to say I came up because <laughs> I came directly from therapy over here, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm, I'm playing this, and I'm so grateful, and ABC, oh my god, I, I'm, maybe I shouldn't say this, it's fine. The character I play is a gay man who's an assistant, I thought I'd aged out of assistant, I hadn't, <laughs> to a woman, played by Grace Park, who I absolutely adore, but it's so far the character, and I hope he gets to grow, and I'm grateful for anything, is like g- magical homo helping the straight lady with her life. Ah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And, I, and so my my therapist said, it's like gay blackface. And I said, it's rainbow face. He's <gasps> like, he's like, you're basically, oh, this is like something that's well, probably not appropriate. He's like, are you kind of her mammy? And I was like, uh, not an appropriate thing to say, but yeah. Well, the trope in uh, script writing is called Magical Negro. Magical Negro. That's why I said so Magical like, Homo. Like yeah. the legend of Bagger Vance, Vance where like, yes. I believe Will Smith literally just appears to be like, out of hey, nowhere. Here's some advice for you yeah. and your white life. And there's another right, one. Goodbye. <laughs> there was another one that time too. Because Spike Lee, I think, is the one who like came up with that. I mean, mm-hmm. the term did that. And there's another one that same year. There were two in a row, Bagger Vance and like, was Matt Damon and Bagger Vance? I believe it so. It always feels like it's someone like Matt Damon who like <laughs> has the Matt. Anyway. Well, a lot of the, a lot of the things like Corinna Corinna are like, it, like or the help, uh-huh. you know? Anyway. Yes, the help is fully yeah. just, yeah. ugh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sam, are you on the app? Okay, I was on Tinder for a minute. The good years ago, like right after I got sober, it was really hard to date. Fuck whatever, mm-hmm. sober because it was all new for me because I'd never even kissed a boy. Being a gay man who came of age in the eighties, I never even kissed a boy without booze in me because it was oh. all secret and like sure. shame sure, and like sure. in the closet. Mm-hmm. So grew up on that difficult. Joined Tinder, and the good thing about Tinder was guys I already knew. It was an easy way for them to say I would like to date you. Oh. One I went out with twice, didn't, made out, didn't take. Another one, like, again, this guy who I would have, today I would marry him. Mm -hmm. We didn't even kiss. He just, like, I still am unclear on what the situation was. It's annoying when, like, months, years later, you're like, what was that? Yeah. The other annoying thing is the guys from the 90s who tell me now, like, I had such a crush on you in the 90s. The 90s was my ugliest, not cute. Like, I didn't look, watch watch old commercials and see this guy or watch frock, you know, TV. Like, not some real not great looks. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, why didn't you say it then? I don't, I don't think I've had anyone ever be like, I was so into you. Uh, Where you're still young. Uh, I'm so young. But date-wise, I, I'm not, I'm on scruff. I don't check it. And I... Grinder, but then my drag queen friends and I'm working. I'm doing Golden Girls Live now. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> if you per- get a chance to see Golden Girls Live, it's at Casa de Campo. Casita del Campo. Casita del Campo. I think this will come out by it's, the time it's over. But like it, we do it twice a year. It's truly just it, y'all learn the lines and do an impression, <laughs> and it. it's so funny. I don't even know if you call what I do an impression, but yeah, <laughs> I do. I Sophie, so. I, I, it's I, I'm so Sophia. funny. Thank you. Um, but uh, I don't. I, I do. I've been. I was doing okay in real life, like this fuck buddy situation, mm-hmm. which I haven't talked about. Fuck buddy thing was like known him for years. He reminded me last fall. Uh, we made out once in front of Akbar after the bar closed, and you were like, kind of the after party. And mm-hmm. I said, this is him. He's like, I said, I have my bike. And I was like, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, stupid. I made out with a lot of people and don't remember it. Oh, that's what alcohol does. Mm. It makes you bolder. What is Sexy. it? You better be bold. You, you better, better be, be wise. wise. You better be home. I guess you're not wise when you're drinking. You're just bold. <laughs> but I got this message on Hinge. Ooh. So this person liked my picture, and I invited him to chat. He said, hi, thrilling. I said, hi, back, because I'm going to put in the same effort you, you put do. in. And then he said, are you a humorist? <laughs> what? What is this, the 1930s and you're Garrison Keeler? I don't know that reference. But I was like, a humorist? That's an old-fashioned way of saying a so, comedy uh, yes. writer. And then I looked through his profile again, and I made the mistake of not scrolling through everything, and he's Ooh. holding a microphone in a picture. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, he's a humorist, and he thought that was funny. Oh. And then I got, I got this man liked me, and then he sent me a message and said, 
Clyde, my dog, is the most handsome pup in the whole world. But based on Instagram stories, I have to prefer Charlie, my other dog. And I was like, what a wild first message to send somebody. I know I talk (laughs) about my life a lot. I know that uh, a lot of information about me is out there in the world. But you don't have to regurgitate it back to me in a way that creeps me the fuck out. Okay, yeah. Because then I'm like, how do I talk to you if you already know everything? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought my last big boyfriend, like it wasn't until like a month or two in because he pretended not to know, like, who are you? And uh-huh. then he and then he says something about some show I was on. I'm like, excuse me? And he was like, I know this and that and the other. I have IMDB. I know uh-huh. all this shit. You know, but like just be – it's still – just be honest. I don't know. That's creepy, though. That's a different thing. Yeah, I didn't That's like personal. I, yeah, yeah, it felt weird. It feels uh, invasive. It still feels weird. Yeah. I haven't matched with him, but I'm still leaving it there to just be reminded is, is he, how much I don't like it. Okay, good. Is he attractive? Mm, for me, I don't want to say because I don't I don't know if he listens to this podcast. God, okay, okay. He probably does. I mean, yeah. And then also he prefers the worst dog. Oh, okay. Well, Charlie's so dumb. Is he? Oh, he doesn't even know how to fetch. Oh, I've had him for six years. For six, six? years, I've been trying to teach him how to fetch. It's not going to happen. Uh, you'll throw the ball and he'll run after it and run past it. And then he'll come <laughs> back empty handed. Is and he you're blind? Like, Maybe a little bit blind? No, <laughs> he's not blind. He's just lazy. Well, and like, I relate. just like doesn't want to learn anything. He's really stubborn. He's like a pensive teen. Like, I taught him how to lay down. So you go, lay, and he'll, like, stare at you, and you go, Charlie, lay. And then he'll, like, go, ugh. What's in it for me? slowly slide a paw down, slowly slide the other one out, and then lay down. That sounds adorable in a way. No. Nope. I need you to lay down now for a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I have a question. So eager to learn. What? Do you know about Badu? Have you heard of that? Erica? No, not Erica, and I think it's spelled differently, though I did see Chara once at the Aladdin in Las Vegas, and Erica Badu was sitting next to me. I got a lot of those oh, stories. what a treat. It was a night of a dreams. Anyway, no, it, it, my drag queen friends, they're on it, and they, like, hook up with, like, straight guys on it. There's That's a whole conversation that I am just now learning about, so I am kind uh-huh. of ill-equipped, but I, it's very interesting, these stories and the pictures. However, what what is the difference between, like, Hinge and Bumble? I'm not on any of those. Okay, well, Hinge is... Allegedly, I think it was supposed to be like friends of friends on Facebook, but okay. I don't have Facebook. So I think it's just like it's an app where there's pictures, uh, like little opening lines, icebreakery things. Okay. Uh, and then you can like someone's photo and then that notifies the other person. And then they can match with you and they can say goodbye. Uh, Bumble, uh, just pictures. Maybe there's icebreakers there now. I think they took something from Hinge. Uh, you can like them, and then if you match, the woman has to initiate the conversation. And all if right. you are, do they have gay version? They, they have do. Gay too. And then I think it's just like a free for all. Whoever sure. wants, you know, Tinder, and then coffee meets bagel. You have to earn beans. See that shit I only learned about on this podcast, and that's some bullshit. Wait, what? I hate coffee meets bagel. No, I. You have, and they keep emailing disapproved. me, being like, "You haven't used it in a while." I'm like, "Yeah," because I'm tired of earning beans. Uh, and then there's beans. Woo, that's just farts. Woo plus Buster. That's a Woo. for the fatties. Oh, um, Raya for the DJs uh, and see, Australians. I got accepted to that, and I learned it because I my friend I got on that, and they were like, "Welcome aboard," and I was like, "No, I'm not. I don't know. It feels, feels tacky." Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I don't like it. Because remember, it used to be celeb, so quote unquote celebrities. Allegedly. Yeah, but now, yes. like I heard from this podcast, Australian DJs. I'm like, I don't know. I hear Brad Pitt single, and I'm just <gasps> going to put it out there. Okay, he's so fucking hot if in this movie. If anybody knows Brad, uh, tell him I'm cruising for him. <laughs> I just did a movie with Jennifer last year before last. And I said, remember we did Friends together? And she was like, no. <laughs> L O L. When so an funny. actor doesn't remember me from something else, I never mention the other thing. Can I just tell you something though? Like this is the one where like Jennifer Anson is someone who I've always had like a special uh-huh. crush on my heart. I did friends a couple times the first time, and this is why I thought she'd fucking remember, and I didn't say it 
in Atlanta when we were doing Dumplin', mm-hmm. but she was so nice to me. And I got there and I had just uncurbed your enthusiasm. And she's still with Brad. Uh-huh. So I walked and I knew Schwimmer for a, year, a couple of years before, so that wasn't that big of a deal, but it was still very intimidating. That was like, it still is. It's such mm-hmm. a big deal. And I auditioned a million times and I finally got on. And they and it was one of those things they they walk you right over to set over there at Warner Brothers. And she, Jennifer herself, came up to me and said, like, oh Sam Pancake, it's so nice you're here. And I was like, even mm-hmm. then I was like, what? She was like, oh, you just played because I'd done Kirby Enthusiasm and the one that played my wife was Lisa Kudrow's cousin, little mm-hmm. known to me, Taya Mann, who later became Courtney's producing partner for Cougar Town, starring Busy Phillips in Whose House I Live, Hollywood Small World. <laughs> anyway, she was like, oh my God, we just saw you playing cousin Taya's husband on Kirby Enthusiasm. You were so funny and great. So great to have you here. So warm and welcoming. Mm-hmm. And all I could think was, did Brad see me? Did Brad see me? Did Brad see me? What did Brad say? And then I did another one, but I didn't really work with her. And then like on... It's a long story, but anyway, she was so nice about it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't expect her to like, I've got plenty of friends that are like, have not plenty, but enough friends. Like I've done a million episodes and I don't remember shit. Like you're Mm -hmm. tired, you're blah, blah, blah. Even though that's the easiest schedule in the world, as you well know, the multi-camera. Yeah. But she was like, whatever. She didn't I wish I liked doing multi-cams. So you don't like it? I don't like them. You don't like watching? Because I don't want to watch them, but I I like doing them. I don't love doing them. Interesting. I think the audience is too easy. So like well, when that's you're, true. you know when you're doing stand up you have to like work for the laughs. Oh yeah. On a multicam you have a warm up comic and then in between each scene he's like so everybody who's from <laughs> Pennsylvania <laughs> make some noise and they're like I love Pennsylvania. It's like, and then you like they're like all right we're going to go for another take and then you're like honk 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 and they're like ah and I and lowest <laughs> common denominator's karaoke song the feeling hot 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 who's feeling hot hot yeah. hot yeah it's like a wedding I, band it's a uh, yeah bless it feels to a little too manufactured for me. Absolutely, and I've been in one. I've been in a lot of them, and be, back in the day of the hay of the heyday uh-huh. on the Will and Graces and the Kings of the Queens and the Friendses, mm-hmm. and where it was like you and friends, like they would get legit legit laughs in the room, such as it is. But then on TV, it's so jacked up. And and I, I mean, of course, I want to come back, but I did a few Will and Graces back in the day, and then I was, which was fine and great, and hooray mm-hmm. for residuals. But now I was watching it, and they have that laugh track so jacked up that I couldn't get through it. Uh, this like, ugh, it was hard. Yeah. But I the schedule's so easy. It's so, so easy. And I like kind of doing a play. And also the, it's the thing like, not to tooty toot my own horn, but like I was good at that format and mm-hmm. like not everyone is and I still can do it and there ain't as many as there used to be. Except mm-hmm. for Disney, which I've also done, which is a whole other fucking animal. Yeah, I just, uh, also it's, uh, yeah, acting for multicam is different than acting for single cam. Yep. AMDA never taught me that. No, see, that, because I went to Westford University Theater School and the one thing, that I was like, I got this amazing, truly, I learned later, like, Chekhov and Shakespeare, theatrical mm-hmm. training to be like, if I wanted to be the king of North Carolina regional theater and play Richard III and Uncle Vanya, mm-hmm. you know, and restoration comedy, but like nothing for camera. So I thought when I got here, I took camera classes. So I would think that something like that would teach you in the thick of Hollywood. Well, I went in New York. But still. And they their whole thing was like, you'll never get TV work in New York. It's just like, well, just give me the tools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had one teacher tell me that I made too many facial expressions to have a career in television. (laughs) Oh, my God. Eat my dick, bitch. Oh, my God. I had a teacher. I remember one review one semester was like, I don't think Sam will ever ever be a professional working actor. And I... That fucking drove me. I'll give her that much. Uh-huh. Now, she's dead and I'm still here. <laughs> but also, I've given the commencement speech in my high school twice because I'm the only person that's <laughs> left town. But, like, and I've used that story. And it does mm-hmm. help, you know. It's like they, it only made me stronger. I don't know if it drove me to do anything. I think I was just like, huh, well, I guess I'll do <laughs> theater. I don't Okay. Well, it's, you gotta, as we all know, and that's the thing I admire about you kids, is like, you're covering all the bases. You're doing the web series, the podcast, stand-up, TV. You know, you gotta do everything. And that's why I feel like kind of a failure. Sometimes I'm like, I have this these TV behind me, and thank again, thank God for residuals and unemployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't had a day job since 1997. No. But like, I, it's like the hustle never fucking stops. It and truly it never stops. never stops. Uh, have you ever seen Joan Rivers' uh, documentary? Oh, uh, inspirational. Bitch, she hustled till she died. She, yeah, literally. And it was like literally. really insane to be like, 
So it never gets better. No. For and most people, it never gets better. And the one thing I, I say to the young people when they ask is, is the thing about being old. They're like, you have advice? And I'm like, no, quit. But then if you <laughs> actually want to be helpful, it's just like, I wish I had made friends with the hustle because I resented uh-huh. audition. This is me and having nothing under my belt. Resented auditioning. I wanted it handed to me. I know it's my privilege. I know it's my laziness. But like, I did not make friends with the fact of like, enjoy the audition. Enjoy the mm-hmm. medium with the agents get your fat ass up there pancake and do some stand-up and do a doing i remember doing my first one-man show in like 2000 and my and my agent was like you're gonna be 40 this is wow god i'm old he's like you're gonna be 40 in a few years and no one's gonna give a fuck about you oh my god but he was generally super sweet and nice and ineffective Uh but like that scared me and i got a deal out of my first one-man show that of course the show didn't go but like it like I have to be scared to work because I'm a lazy Ooh. motherfucker. I mean, eh, I'm not lazy when it comes to my career because I do look no, at you auditions. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think anyone. An audition is just a fun showcase. Mm-hmm. Even though I know, here's like the saddest thing I learned about auditioning: they're pointless. Most <laughs> of the time, the offer is already, already out. out to somebody. Yes, ma'am. Uh, especially if it's a series regular part or like a coast. Like, yeah. It's and like, I say to my agents, find out, use your tools. Who is this out? Is, is it Billy Eichner again? Is it just going to be Billy Eichner? <laughs> I don't need to go in and shake hands. Yeah, if it's like somebody who has a little bit more clout than me, I'm like, well, I mean, I'll go in and maybe I'll be their backup if the deal falls through. Yeah. And that's what, literally what you're auditioning for. You're auditioning for the offer not to go through. Yeah. And it's yes. so uh, yeah. mind-numbing. I sat th- for 30 minutes yesterday at an audition where, sure, I arrived early for once in my life. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Mistake. Never. And uh, the casting director's door was wide open and was calling out actors <sighs> by name, saying if they had star power, if they were flat wow. in their reads, whether they should have them come back, uh, how beautiful they were, uh, what ethnicities they were. But don't worry, they don't have an accent. <gasps> Who's dating Who? For 30 minutes, I listened to this. What? And I was like, well, the women she's talking about are thin black women. I'm not going to get this part. And I don't even know if they were talking about the part I was going in for. But I was like, just the way they're speaking, I, and I got in my own, I should have left. I should have like walked out and like really gone over my lines and like been like zen Mm -hmm. about this. But I kind of went in and was like, what's the, what's the, what's the point? And then we did it. And it was just an insane thing oh wow i'm sorry it's okay one thing i do know now that i didn't used to do because i used to because i somehow got some jobs back in the day when i was shitty and mm-hmm. i don't know what why i got them and these are i'm talking about tv sitcom co-stars not big deals mm-hmm. but like now i i memorize everything also because i can't see the paper in my hand because <laughs> i'm old uh, well honestly i took a class and it was i got to watch <laughs> when i had a show rest in peace um when I watched auditions, I was like, oh, if you're reading, you literally look like you don't care. Exactly. And I've been on that side to things too. Yeah, you, and you're like, yes, you completely. do not give a shit. And if you glance down, I won't, who cares? That's fine. That's fine. But like yeah. be in the moment. Yeah, yeah. People ask me for advice all the time. Memorize your fucking lines. It's five pages. Just do it. Yeah. Or possibly less if you're yes. me. Yeah. And even if it's, yeah. And they don't. Also, I didn't like, it took me forever for someone to teach me. And maybe I heard it and forgot. I'm super. I'm not even medicated, but I'm probably ADHD. But like, if you're looking at the camera and I'm looking directly ahead and you want to put the other person, put them like millimeters away, like mm-hmm. here to here. Because yeah. if you're like talking to this person, i.e. the casting director, and you're addressing another character and you go over here, you disappear on camera. Yeah. It's a, <sighs> it's a whole thing. Hey, Sam. Yeah, baby. We're running low on time. Oh, I know. Let me ask you a question. Yes, mom. Would you date me? I would date you. If you grow a penis. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair. Term, terms and conditions. Fair. No, but you know I'm crushed out on you. Thank I've you. made that clear. Thank I think you. we would be a cute match. I enjoy someone who's fun, who's funny, who's positive, owns a house. <laughs> it is nice, I will say, but... It is work. There's a leak in my kitchen. See, that's the thing where I'm like kind of guest house living. I don't have any other responsibility, but I'm still in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm still in the house. Okay. If you like this episode of Why Won't You Name Me, you can subscribe. You can rate it. If you send me something nasty, I will read it. This nice person said, I want to gargle seltzer water <laughs> and pretend to be an enema 
and <gasps> spit it up your ass and slurp it out and fuck you till you squirt. Then I'll cry a little because pussies make my gay ass upset. I want to get you off. <laughs> How sweet. Oh, also, I wanted to read this um, Bumble message. Uh, it is wild. This person sent it to me. Uh, so she said to him, I moved here from Miami in February. He says, sweet, a lot of Hispanics down there. She says, guilty as charged, LOL. Then he says, what's happening? How's your Saturday going? She doesn't respond because I, as I would be, probably offended. Yeah. Then he says, go ahead and unmatch me. Ignore somebody else. Then, the day later, he goes, delete me by five today or I'll delete you. Oh. Then he says... <sighs> Probably don't have a green card. I ain't a meal ticket. Oh, my God. Isn't, like, we're living in Trump's America, oh baby. Oh, God, it's everything that's wrong with the USA right now. But, like, here's the thing. She's not answering you, so you truly are not her meal ticket. <laughs> like, what a dumb way of thinking. Oh, oh, oh. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.